Joining us now to talk about what's happening in the workplace in a lot of places is Javier Perez, a legal expert with a wide range of experience, including employment law and workplace harassment. And uh, to talk about what's happening in a lot of places where they'll say, hey, we're going to have a Bible study. You want to come? I mean, it's going on at Chick-fil-A. It goes on at Hobby Lobby. Uh, it uh, went on at our radio station for a while. And then, um, you know, it just kind of fell apart. But I think Bible study uh, in this region of the country is more prominent than other parts of the country. I think that's a, a given. So, Javier, welcome in. Thanks for being with me. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Happy so, to be here. Interesting case uh, in California when this girl named Christy Childers, I guess, moved from Austin, Texas to San Francisco to work at Facebook, now Meta, and she was an evangelical Christian and uh, was a little nervous about getting out to the West Coast, where obviously uh, big tech, they are, are a bit more, I guess, secular than they would be evangelical. But uh, it, it worked out okay in her case, I think, right? That's right. I, I think, you know, often the courts that are deciding things and the jury pool um, where people are, are deciding those cases can, can determine the, the outcome. Um, but yeah, really interesting case regarding a Bible study at work um, having to do with uh, whether it was required. And really that's kind of the linchpin um, where the law kind of draws a line is when it's required for your job. Wow. Required versus voluntary. I, yeah, I'd have to draw a line there. I am a solid believer and Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Absolutely. But to work in a place where they say we have a Bible study on Wednesday at noon, everybody must attend. Mm. You know, I'm. you can lead people to the cross, but you can't make them hug them. That's not up to us. So I, I don't, uh, I'm not on board with that. I don't mind uh, Bible studies that are offered. You know, I, I think fine. Great. And if you, uh, you know, have a different faith and you want to have your own kind of study as well, I think uh, participation is based on those that want to believe, you know, what they want to believe. And if nobody shows up for your Wiccan Bible study, then so be it. Good luck with that. But with that said, are, are more and more Bible studies being permitted to happen in workplaces if they're not forced? Uh, I mean, that, that I think, like you were saying earlier, depends on kind of part of the country and kind of the workplace culture, the culture of the community, the surrounding community. Uh, but, you know, it's kind of a, a double-edged sword. You want to make sure you're respecting uh, people's beliefs um, of, of the employees, of the employer. Um, but uh, Bible study, so long as it's voluntary, is, is permissible. Yeah. Um, you know, it'd be like, you know, we're going to go uh, play pickleball at lunch. Right. You're not required to go, mm -hmm. um, but it's something that, uh, you know, people can choose to participate in and, and kind of exercise their faith in that way. Yeah. What happened with this woman in, in California when she was there? I mean, she got her Bible study going. It worked out pretty good. And they, there were some actual, you know, she believes miracles that took place here with the, you know, the staff like engineers suddenly fixing bugs. They were struggling with for months or solutions to PR crisis and you know, bringing God back into the, the plan kind of worked out there. So are, are they more apt to be open to this type of thing in, in big companies like that now around the country, not just in the Bible Belt? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think especially as as uh, that segment of the, of the community is, is more vocal and, um, you know, certainly part of the market. I mean, a lot of, you know, folks, faith-believing faith folks are on Facebook and it sounds like she – uh, this particular employee was kind of able to connect with them in a way that others were not. 
Um, so in that sense, it's a, it's sort of a form of, of, you know, diversity in terms of, uh, beliefs and being able for, for Meta to be able to really serve its customers in, in, in the best way. What's the Supreme, um, so, the Supreme court recently looked at all of this, right? They, they kind of re- re- revisited the issue of religion in the workplace. Where, where did the Supreme court land on it? They did. So in this case called Groff versus DeJoy, which was this year, um, you know, in terms of an employer's obligation to accommodate a religious uh, accommodation, say it's, you know, can't work on on Saturdays um, or some other form of, of religious accommodation, the employer is is obligated to provide that accommodation unless it, it uh, serves an undue burden or an undue hardship on the employer. So the recent case, that's been the law for a while. The recent case says that it has to be more than a, you know, legalese term, de minimis cost, meaning it has to be more than just kind of this is somewhat inconvenient. It has to actually be a hardship for the employer in order for them to be free from having to provide that that accommodation to the employee. That's kind of the most recent word from, from Washington, D.C. on that. Yeah. All right, Javier Perez, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for your insight this morning. I think it's becoming more and more allowed as we try and bring God back into our daily lives. I mean, we've seen what happens when we push God out of our lives. Things don't usually go so well.